Hello, my name is Ernesto Balderas, and welcome to the next episode of Culture Bites, a production of the Utah Cultural Alliance Foundation. Today we are speaking with my special guest, Dan Hammert, the Executive Director of the Governor's Office of Economic Opportunity, also known as Go Utah. Thank you very much for joining us today. Thank you, Ernesto. It's great to be here. Thank you. And before we get into our questions that I have for you today, I would like to thank Spencer Stokes, Stokes Strategies, and Connor Sorensen, our podcast engineer, for making these recordings available to you. I would also like to recognize our various sponsors that make these podcasts possible, which include GoEd through Shop in Utah Grant, Visit Salt Lake, the Sam and Diane Stewart Foundation, the Utah Division of Arts and Museums, the Utah Department of Heritage and Arts, Zoo Arts and Parks, Union Pacific, Zion's Bank, Artworks for Kids, the George S. and Dolores Story Eccles Foundation, the Lawrence T. and Janet T. D. Foundation, Adobe, the Bastion Foundation, Beasley Foundation, Orem Care, Salt Lake City Arts Council, Utah Humanities, Downtown Salt Lake City Alliance, now playing Utah.com, and our various 100 club members and UCA membership. So, Dan, how has the cultural industry, arts, folk entertainment, film, live entertainment, been a part of your life? Well, so personally, uh, it's been a part of my life my whole life. I grew up in a family that uh, was very into singing, dancing, um, community theater, all that stuff. And so uh, all growing up, I was taking singing lessons, dancing lessons, um, instrument lessons. Uh, and, and then as that's continued, I no longer sing or dance to be very clear. Um, nor do I play an instrument well, but I love watching. Um, I love going to community theater. I love going to professional theater, live theater, uh, love the symphony, the opera, um, and love art, uh, you know, uh, um, art that you look at. So it's, it's a meaningful part of my life. That's fantastic. Uh, all throughout my childhood, it's never really been too much a part of my life. My parents, we, they emigrated here from Colombia, and so a lot of the times they either said, be a doctor or be a lawyer, and that's pretty much your only option. So <laughs> it's yeah. wonderful to hear that you had that upbringing. So what do you personally see as the value of the cultural industry in Utah, especially as it relates to the economic growth? So in my role now as the executive director of the governor's office of economic opportunity, um, you know, cultural, the, the, the cultural industry or cultural community has a huge part to play in Utah's continued growth. So um, you can have, you know, projects, buildings, jobs, et cetera, but long-term what um, drives economic growth are people. And people want to live in a place with certain amenities. And one of those most valuable amenities is the cultural arts scene. Um, you can't have one without the other. I mean, they can exist independent, but where we've seen the most success, both from an economic and jobs and job growth and upward economic mobility perspective, is a place where there is a strong, you know, cultural arts community as well. Similarly, though, where you've seen where there's just cultural arts, it doesn't necessarily bring the jobs. So you kind of need both. And what is great about Salt Lake in particular and Utah in general, I guess I should be broader than Utah because you have everything going on in, in St. George has Tuacon and, and other events. I'm not just naming that one, but also like um, the Shakespeare uh, Festival, et cetera. So you do have this dynamic in Utah um, where the two go hand in hand, and that's the healthiest relationship. Thank you. 
Can you give our listeners a little bit of information building off of your answer on what the Governor's Office of Economic Opportunity, Go Utah, does, especially as it relates to cultural businesses? Well, so... You know, that's an interesting question. So, I mean, we run grant programs that cultural businesses can apply to. We coordinate a lot with community and cultural events, the agency that also has grants that are more closely aligned with this, but we partner a lot with them on uh, efforts they have. And um, and then we do have our own grant program specifically that that members of the cultural community could also apply to. Right. Thank you for giving us that clarification. We appreciate it. Now, during the 2021 general session, the Utah Main Street program was funded and housed within Go Utah. Could you give our listeners a little bit of background on what this program is and what you see as its significance to the state? Well, so the purpose of the program is to help. I mean, it's in the name, the Main Street program. It's to help have a funding source to help preserve some of our unique um, Western main streets, right? Uh, And so the idea behind it is, and in particularly in rural communities where they have like this great historic main street area, and maybe some of it's getting run down. um, Maybe there's some other reasons to help put some money into a project. uh, They can apply for this program and and it's not large, but it's meaningful, uh, particularly in these rural communities to help them preserve those main street facades among other things and keep the, I guess the, the, the sense of that community whole and in, in, in the historic sense of that community. Um, we're, we're really excited about the program. Uh, it's, it's an example of a couple passionate people um, getting something done in the legislature um, where just some folks within the governor's office uh, were very passionate about a previous main street program that was purely federal dollars mm-hmm. uh, plus some voluntary dollars from community and cultural events, the Office of Tourism, and some others, whereas this was more of a direct uh, appropriation toward the Main Street program itself. Great. Thank you for letting us know about that program. So how do you see tourism growing in the state of Utah within the next three to five years, and what role the cultural industry will play in that? That's a great question. So So within the governor's office is the Utah Office of Tourism, and they do tourism marketing. Uh, one of their most uh, successful campaigns that many of us are aware of is the Mighty Five campaign. Um, and they market outside of Utah to bring tourists inside of Utah. Mm. The idea being they come here, they spend their money, they pay sales tax. Uh, and then they also just spend within the local economy that funds wages, et cetera, et cetera. And then those people leave. So it's a temporary impact on the economy. And they've been very successful at their job. Um, there is a pivot within the efforts of the Utah Office of Tourism toward what's being called the Red Emerald Strategy. So Red Emeralds or Red Barrel is a mineral that comes out of the Wawa Mountains in Utah. Uh, it's unique to Utah. And uh, just like that, this strategy is, is a unique to Utah tourism marketing strategy where the goal is to get people to stay longer uh, in a certain location. And what comes of that is the impacts go down, the cost of those impacts go down because instead of hiking, I'm gonna use the example of Zion National Park, instead of two different groups hiking Angels Landing twice over a one day period each, if you stay there for two days, you only hike it once. And so the use, the impact on the the trails, et cetera, that you're there trying to enjoy as a tourist goes down. Mm. Plus the profitability of the vendors, if you're staying in a hotel, that profitability goes up by 50%. There's been studies on this. And then lastly, you also just spend more money at the local restaurants uh, with local outfitters. 
um, et cetera. And so if we can get people to stay longer, uh, we can have fewer people come, but still have the same dollar impact that the tourism economy generates now. Um, and we're quite excited about this. It's been something that's been worked on for a few years. It does require a completely different focus on the how you're building out your tourism um, infrastructure, which includes, to get to your question, you must have a more amenities to keep people there longer. So that would include, you know, the cultural um, community in making sure there's draws for people to stick around, right? Mm -hmm. Whether that's, uh, you know, community theater, whether that's uh, uh, live, live music, whether that's uh, an art display at a gallery, whatever that may be, um, that's a huge part of this Red Emerald strategy being successful is making sure those amenities are there um, to keep someone or, or give someone a reason to stay two or three or four or five days rather than just one. Hmm. Wonderful. Thank you. So uh, my next question is surrounding the COVID-19 pandemic and specifically the Governor's Office of Economic Opportunity facilitated the Small Business Quarantine Employee Grant, the Commercial Rental Assistance Program, the PPE Support Grant, Live Events Grant, the Impacted Businesses Grant Program, the Small Business Catalyst Grant, and the In Utah Campaign, a program that Utah Cultural Alliance participated in with Now Playing in Utah. So we thank the uh, the Utah legislature for funding these programs and go Utah for administering these programs that benefited so many cultural organizations. That being said, do you anticipate any items for discussion or bills coming in the Utah legislature for further assistance to small businesses in the general session? Um, that's a great question. So the legislature has been very supportive of this industry. You just rattle off a bunch of programs, right? Live events and, and cultural community could, could participate in. Um, you know, there is there are some conversations about do we does the legislature need to provide more support for businesses uh, and nonprofits? Um, I've heard talk about a live event specific one, um, especially given that Sundance has gone remote again. The Sundance Film Festival has gone remote again another mm -hmm. another year. That's devastating on a lot of these um, businesses that help support that among other things. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I've heard talks. I don't really know. I mean, I'm not in the legislature. Uh, get talked to from time to time by folks there, and I talk to them regularly. That said, um, we're not actively advocating for anything. Um, we try to follow what's in the governor's budget. I know um, sometimes that can kind of lock us into something that maybe is out of date given current, you know, what's happening with the Omicron, mm. et cetera. But that said, um, we don't openly advocate for anything outside of the governor's budget. And, um, while we're here as a resource for the legislature, if they have questions about for data, about industry or otherwise, we're happy to provide that information. But I guess I've said this three times now, we're not, <laughs> we're not, uh, actively advocating for anything. Sure. Of course. I uh, understood. Thank you. Are there any last things you would like to let our listeners know about Go Utah? Um, just that we're here as a support for um, Utah organizations. I'm going to go bigger than businesses. And if people need assistance interfacing with state government, uh, that's our, we think, one of our main roles. And so people are welcome to call, call us. Uh, we'll try to help them out, whether it's grants, whether it's just navigating bureaucracy, um, even if it's uh, pointing them toward folks over at community cultural events, which I think is more closely aligned or works more frequently, I should say. We're all aligned, mm. uh, but with, with this community. Um, we're here. Our phones are on and uh, people are welcome to reach out and we'll, we'll, we'll try to help. Fantastic. Well, thank you. 
Dan, it has been a pleasure to speak with you today. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Yeah, thank you. It's been a pleasure. And to our listeners, thank you for tuning in to our podcast. Be sure to check out our event listings occurring throughout the rest of the year by heading to utahculturalalliance.org forward slash events. Also, keep a lookout for the next episode of Culture Bites anywhere you get your podcasts, including Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And t- until next time, that's a wrap.